Welcome back to the People of the PNW podcast. This is a podcast for Express Employment Professionals Pacific Northwest Region and all of the staffs and offices within our region. My name is Dawn Colston and I am your regional developer and I am here with the fabulous, amazing person I get to hang out with all the time, Kelly Rosso, Director of Franchise Development. An official Dawn Colston sidekick. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> I know how to pick good people to hang out with. That's for sure. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> okay, so the purpose of this podcast is really to take all the best practices that we learn out in the field. We get to spend time in each of the offices within our region, as well as time with other offices around the country. And we love to share our people, our practices, our processes, and everything we're doing well, because we're really doing it well here. Yeah, we have lots of creative stuff going on, and it's all about highlighting you guys and the great information we learn from you. On top of it, Kelly and I get to spend a lot of time in developer calls and developer training and express training to really make sure that we're staying compliant and learning all the new trends that are out there. So we get to share that information as well. Yeah, so listen in. <laughs> And we're live. All right. Today we have our longest term franchise owner from our region, but not even just from our region, actually from almost all of Express, right? Chris Hoagland in the house. Thank you for choosing longest term rather than oldest. Both are both are accurate. Kelly and I always enjoy having special guests in the studio, but today we get Chris and Chris Hoagland, um, franchisee from the Kent office and the Anchorage office and former developer rep for Ralph Palman is here from Palm Springs. He's getting out of that heat to come hang out in our cloudy weather here in Seattle. So we're glad to have you. Thanks. It's great to be here. And he brought the earthquakes with him. We were talking about that earlier. <laughs> yes, they've been chasing us up the coast. We'll we'll be splitting off from the, the rest of the U.S. here pretty quick. The minute he walked in, Kelly and I looked at each other and said, oh, let's get Chris on a podcast because he listens to him every week. We appreciate that, Chris. And he has the best positive critiques for us. So we wanted to give him a full-blown picture of what it looks like. I, I love the podcast. I just want to... I want to give you guys a shout out. I think it's a really great tool for for spreading the express sales culture to let people know what it hear what it sounds like. You know, it, it's not just bullet points and stuff on a computer screen. Sorry, I'm tapping the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get used to the technology. Chris is our number one fan. I think we might send you a t-shirt with our faces on it. Would you wear it? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. No, we love that. So, I'd like I'd like a little credit for for uh, giving the feedback that eliminated the singing theme song. <laughs> <laughs> that it wasn't singing; it was it was screaming. Yeah, it, it was something. <laughs> that was my idea. It was cute, but once was good. <laughs> Go back to episode two if you're looking for that. <laughs> No, it was more like episode eight. Yeah, we okay. had done a couple before then. <laughs> All right, well, let's 
before we get to some content here, let's actually shout out to Chris Hoagland because it is his birthday today. I won't sing to you. That's my present. (laughs) He doesn't like noise for those of you that know him, so I'm ringing the cowbell super quiet. Happy birthday, Chris. (laughs) So Chris Hoagland, as I mentioned, is one of the longest-termed owners within Express, and I wanted to um, get him in the room and talk about some of the changes that we've experienced with Express. So before we go like narrowing it down, how are you feeling about owning this office right now? He asked me not to ask general questions and that was the most general I could come up with, so I had to do it. <laughs> There's a lot of keywords there. This office right now. <laughs> I'm I'm thrilled with the Kent office. I I love the design of the new office. Don did a great job on that, so did Dave. Um, so did Kelly do a lot of that work as well. Kelly probably did all the work. No, it was Don's vision. Yeah, well, this is my vision, but Don does all the work, so I know how <laughs> I know how that works. Now, I, as always, I'm I love being an Express franchise owner. It's been a good it's been a good gig for me and for my wife and my family, and uh, I think the culture is stronger than ever. I love it. So, so um. About the office design, it really came to fruition just from taking advantage of all the office visits that we get to do around the region and picking out like the best things we like in all those offices. And I've been afforded a lot of opportunity to go into other offices outside of our region and all over the country and kind of taking the best things from that too. So obviously we're in Central Avenue in Kent. (laughs) Come visit us. But we are in Central Avenue in Kent, so yeah, I, it comes I, with with I all of that. A relevant passage in a in an unrelated article yesterday. It was about creativity, uh, and the the point of the article was that the more you see, the more you experience, the more likely you are to be cre- be able to be creative because you have such you just keep adding to your database to draw on. And I I feel like you've done that with this office. I know you've been not just around the region, but around the country, uh, looking at design, looking at how people function in those designs. So good job. It's worth coming down to Kent to see. Of course, it's always worth coming down to Kent. Well, and it's also a great way of why we want to share and get everyone in the region to share best practices, because we have so much strength within this region, and we really want to take advantage of it. So a big shout out to Kelly. I know it's her job, but a big (laughs) shout out to make sure that she is also recognized for just making sure that we are getting all those position people together to talk. So make sure you participate. Sorry, I'm twisting over my words today. I was telling Chris last night at dinner that it looks like kind of like a mini Google thing we've got going on in Kent now. There's like putt-putt, there's areas to veg out on like these pillows are we calling them bleachers? I don't know. You know no, what? risers. They're risers. Everybody else hates Google. <laughs> I love Google. It's those. It's that I, like I hip, would want to work there then. The I mean, I would. Facebook environment. It's no, it's, no. it's a, a cool en- environment, and I think it's because you guys do such a great job at focusing on the culture and and making it fun. It's a fun place to work, and I think people feel that when they come in. It's like work hard, play hard. Yeah, exactly. When I owned the Bellevue office way back in the day, I had a vision for that office that it would be friends of the staffing service. 
What do you mean course, by that? People don't necessarily know Friends. That was the sitcom. Oh, back oh in Friends. The day. People know Friends, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's friends. back. It's Ross, friends Rachel, back. all of that. Yeah, it's back. It would be Friends of the Staffing <laughs> Service where people would just come to hang out and get a job. And uh, because that was kind of the, the direction Belby was going in. And inadvertently, I think you guys have created part of that here because it is a nice place. I like coming here just to be here because it's a good vibe. Well, thanks for giving and up your money and, you know, writing the checks. <laughs> well, at least I got something for it. Okay, so enough about Kent. Okay. But uh, congratulations. You have a long history of success, and um, it's awesome. So congrats for that. So we were at dinner last night with Jill. Jill was like a master at the desk. We were talking about that. And so do you want to share, like, how she was, in your opinion? Because I, when I first came to Express in 1997, by the way, Jill was crazy pace like everything was at high speed and efficient but also successful like she could put so many people to work like I miss those days the uh I mean if you're looking for a, a visual image it would be an octopus sitting at the desk <laughs> <laughs> you know two arms are flipping through cards one two arms are on the phones one's talking to somebody <laughs> You know, and that's, everybody did that back, you know, it was a, you know, we were high volume, low margin. I don't say that proudly, but that's just the way it was back then. And we put a lot of people to work without a lot of scrutiny. (laughs) And, you know, you had to, you had to be able to do many things all at the same time. And Jill was really the master. Mm -hmm. And she came from Tacoma. Tacoma very much was like that in the day and still very much operates some of that similar, not at the same margins of course but mount vernon i mean bellingham i remember going in there and stacy snodgrass was kind of in that same world so we have a lot of offices that were operating that way from within our region linwood back in the day was very much Mm -hmm. at that pace uh, moving forward but now all those offices are doing so much more business production wise and it's just at a different pace the quality of internal staff is amazing I mean, we're hiring way above ourselves. That's the key there. <laughs> obviously. I've, obviously, I've done well with that. <laughs> I've done well with that, too. I've definitely hired way. And I'm, I mean, talking to Stacy, she's done that. Like in the team in Tacoma, the team in Seattle, it's awesome to see like some of the long-term people and what they've created from that. Yeah, the business we're in right now is is substantially different than the business we were in back in 1988 when I started. Wow. Yeah. Most <laughs> of the people of, listening of were not born yet. yet. <laughs> um, it was an exciting time in the Puget Sound. <laughs> what did you guys, you guys said your all-time high was 16,000 hours when Dawn first started? Yeah, I, I disagree with her date on it, but it was sixteen, a little over 16,000 hours. It was in 1994. Okay, so we maybe hit close to that again when yeah, I was we were there. in the 13,000, 14,000 yeah. range when you started. I am going to actually research that because I disagree with Chris. Okay. But... <laughs> I'm going to cut mom and dad off here. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Okay. Regardless, we make more on a holiday week now than we made, <laughs> than yeah, that, we made on 16000 That was hours. my point. Like the quality that we do now at like the nine, eight, nine, ten thousand, uh, twelve thousand hour offices that are doing it are like triple the amount of money in production person coming into the industry I think it's it's really fun to hear you guys talk about I just it's like you guys are totally in the trenches building this 
great foundation. And, you know, it's still crazy no matter what. Off, everyone always tells us how busy they are. And they and they are. Everyone's, it's just a crazy industry. But it wasn't as crazy as it used to be. So, I, I mean, I appreciate that you guys did that. That was a lot of long days. Yeah, that was just, I mean, people work just as hard now. I I really think that they do. The job has just changed. The hard work is details. And, you know, I'm not one to complain about regulation, but there's a lot more employment uh, regulation that we have to uh, accommodate now. All the, you know, EEOC laws really make things harder for us. Well, I mean, that's, I won't belabor that, but it was, you know, those were not, important issues in the culture at the time yeah and, you know and, and we struggled through that just like the rest of the country did and well even the the clients when they would call in orders the types of right. people i mean we're now trained on how to handle that but the types of people they would request would not would be a complete violation of the laws yeah and uh, of frankly even at the time it was a violation of of what i considered appropriate Right. Or ethical or moral or whatever you would want to call that. All of the above. Yeah. Well, good. So, so let's talk about the database because our database is something we all complain about all the time. I'm sorry if anyone from headquarters is listening to this, but. You're getting a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's something that we all complain about. We're poor in our documentation. And I mean, when I look back to even the changes from my early days, it's incredible. And I'm seeing the changes and I'm seeing the growth and I'm seeing us trying to keep up. So let's talk about when you first started with Express. And mm-hmm. um, first, like, how did you assign associates? And then maybe we can get into the payroll side of it and how it functioned together. And maybe it's the same in that side. Um, the basic functions are all still the same. It was just not automated before. So... It, you know, the profile card would still be filled out by the applicant, but that became their permanent record and the thing that we would use to search for job skills. So Paper. You're saying paper. Big bins of paper cards, of cardboard. Like the application that we have now, that like folded one? Yeah, yeah exactly okay. like that. And, and the, uh, the pink ones and blue ones. <laughs> Back to EEOC. Yeah. Harvey told me that, I think. They all, they all became blue at some point. <laughs> Express blue. Oh, God. Um, when, so you would look at the, the work history would all be on that card. And, you know, any notes, ratings, anything you need to know about the applicant. Uh, if they were assigned to a job, that was written on the card and it was shoved in a folder for the payroll person. And the payroll person did all the data entry of the of the uh, associate information, the job information, and the client information. Nobody else had access to a computer. It was just the payroll. The one so, big giant computer in the office. <laughs> it wasn't giant. It was a little tiny thing with a dot matrix printer oh, and a fax machine, a thermal fax machine, which was horrible. You'd come in. You'd come in after the weekend, and there'd be. 200 feet of fax paper just spread out all over the office. I mean, that was the job for the first hour was cutting it all apart. 
So for those of us that complain on a regular basis about our database or about how busy we are, let's think about what they had to deal with at that 16,000 hour day. It was a for, it was a bygone era of superstar data entry people, myself at the pinnacle of, <laughs> of that pyramid. <laughs> I, I was as fast as anybody I knew at alphanumeric data entry. That's good. Okay, Chris, so as a longtime worker, along with your neighbors talk about what the relationship was like and how we worked along you know the territory lines with our neighbors well the bottom line was that you know each office for the most part Kent and Tacoma had had the same owner but we all had individual owners and each office worked as an individual we were islands and we did not communicate with one another except uh uh, except when absolutely necessary. Um, we often, I mean, we didn't share cultural, you know, within offices. I think that's probably the, the biggest improvement and the biggest uh, opportunity for our growth in the last 10 years and, and in the future is that we have taken advantage of all of the, all of the experience and knowledge and people that we have in our in all of our offices, not just in the Tacoma office or just in the Kent office. Um, you know, we, we share a lot more information. We share, um, we share our goals now. You know, I think we're all driving to be successful as a group rather than just crush our neighbor. I agree with you, Chris. It's really awesome to be able to know that we're trying to promote the same brand in every market. I know Kelly and I work hard to share best practices, and that's the whole purpose of this podcast, too, is really to put out there like, hey, this is what they're doing in Centralia, and Ashley and her team are really driving this kind of message, and then Bremerton picks up on it, and then they drive that, and then right. Stacy's going into Everett, and she's helping that, so it's really been fun to work with each other. Yeah, I think we've been really good in the last 10 years at leveraging each other's strengths to... Uh, Bellingham's always been great at a lot of things that we have uh, have tried to emulate. You guys are great at everything. <laughs> they are great at everything. I they've, think the, they've been a source of inspiration for the Kent office for a long time. I think the willingness to see each other as uh, as partners and that we can get more business together rather than, well, I don't want this person to to beat me or I, I think it's it sounds like it's been more cutthroat from what I've heard in the past and didn't you start pre-developer program or was that already in place well um I can speak for Chris on this too but uh Ralph's Ralph was around for all of this and his big thing was we need to be able to work together and so he reached out to Chris and like was like we need to really figure out how we get all of our neighbors to work together and so he created that kind of structure and program to help yeah credit to ralph he you know his job as developer changed a lot from the time express started back in the early 80s to uh you know to more recently where the developer is actually really involved in in training and leadership and, and uh express systems where ralph that wasn't part of the job originally so yeah ralph saw the need for for us to be, and it, it's hard to bring all of that together under one roof when you have to do it to 23 individual 
silos, basically. Correct. But he really focused on building our brand and helping us be more of a collaborative family and utilize our strengths. And that's the whole thing Kelly and I are trying to focus on with that. It's something we're actually, I think, pretty known for outside of our region with other uh, groups in the um, in the country or, or throughout Express. And I think it speaks a lot to you guys working with Ralph um, when you were both developer reps along with Tammy and also just a willingness for our franchisees to sit down and, and talk to each other and accept they all have completely different strengths. They're all very different, but especially the group that's been around. And, and I know you've been a big part of that, Chris, is just, you know, sitting down and, and talking through things and being able to work it out. I mean, we're a lot of the other developers have issues with franchisees not liking each other. And I think that's probably been an issue in the past in our group. And I can't say that anymore. Yeah, it didn't happen without without work and without intentional, without intention. Right, for sure. And and let's also include Mark Hagen and Stacy in that planning, too, because they were a big part of, you know, they were these three offices that or two at the time that were kind of by themselves. And then we had all these little isolated pockets and they helped kind of really bring that together too. And Kelly and I, we've had about 500 miles of driving in the last two days <laughs> to different offices. And we spent a long time talking about like, you know, the things that Mark Hagen brings on a conference call and in a training call and what value that can be for, you know, someone that's new out of the Seattle office listening to that. And how we're really making sure that we're really providing that kind of insight for everyone in that experience has been really valuable. Monica Lewis from Tacoma and I, she's a almost 20 year person or a 20 year person now. And we were talking about, you know, sometimes our relationships get so close that we're kind of backtracking too. And we're, we become so close that we joke about stuff that, that stings from the past. And we want to make sure that we're you know, really direct and focus and communicate well. Yeah, it would be easy to slip back into combative, you know, competitive, uh, unnecessarily competitive things between offices. And that's, it's not fun. No, that's the bottom line. It should be fun. And that's not fun. No, for sure. And it is great that we have those built relationships. And we have some so much tenure as we have just in this room right now. But um, So one last thing I want to talk about is, so Express has become this grand fanfare, like at every event, every training, like thousand, like couple thousand people are at ILC and we have all these amazing speakers that, and guest people and guest performers that we get to have at our like conferences every year. Tell us about what that used to look like back in your early days, Chris. (laughs) Did you get uh, Janet Jackson to come sing for you? Uh, <laughs> for for I'm Chris sorry. personally. <laughs> the, the first thing that flashed into my mind was a picture of Janet Baxter, oh. <laughs> <laughs> who I love. You know, they were just very small meetings in very small meeting rooms. It, I, I don't remember the exact venues, but it would be like the Holiday Inn, and it would be a stinky, dusty room with, you know, folding chairs or metal chairs and uh, uh, somebody would be up at the front talking about whatever, <laughs> you know, I mean, there were the, the, 
things that they did in competitively were like sign making where uh, Jill could talk about this better because she was involved in some elaborate Roman theme sign <laughs> about Rome being built in a day with express tents. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to explain. It was very, it was, uh, people were very into what they were doing and they were all kind of, it was a different group of owners back then and a different group of express, uh, headquarters people, you know, I mean, I can look back and say, point out the weirdness of it all, but look where we are. Absolutely. And so. we're not here without the growth and success of offices and regions like we have. So yeah, it it's was people that really wanted to do well for themselves and their families and for others. And, and so no colon pop pals at the. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to wrap this up because as we're going down memory lane, I'm sure everyone else is like, what's going on in that room? <laughs> but um, it's like that it's, 70s show yeah. sitting around. It's <laughs> such a pleasure to be able to have you here and to have you kind of witness all the changes that are going on and to celebrate your birthday with you. So thank you for joining. Do you have any final tips before we wrap this up? It's an honor to be on my favorite podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh such a sweetie. <laughs> Anything else? Nope. Nice talking to all of you. I miss you all. All right. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Chris. We'll talk to you all later. <laughs>